0: Welcome to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. My name is Emma Sue Prince, and this podcast is based on the internationally selling book by the same name. This book focuses on seven important skills. They are adaptability, critical thinking, empathy, integrity, being proactive, being optimistic, and being resilient. And this podcast is all about how you can bring these skills into your everyday life so that you are living a life full of happiness, full of purpose. Great relationships, doing work that you love, and just really getting the most out of life. Welcome to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. I'm Emma Sue Prince, and this podcast is all about building the skills of being adaptable, thinking critically, having empathy, living with integrity, being proactive, optimistic, and being resilient. And this series is all about rising up and really focusing on resilience skills. And also, this episode is the first one that we're actually recording on Zoom, so you can see us, that's very exciting. And I'm delighted to be welcoming Chelsea Green to the podcast today, who is a holistic hormone specialist. And we're gonna talk about building resilience and strength. But first, Chelsea, could you tell us a little bit more about exactly what you do?
1: Um, Yeah, sure. (laughs) But first of all, thank you so much for inviting me onto the podcast. It's a real honour. I always enjoy listening to your podcast, so I'm really honoured to be here. So yes, I'm a holistic hormone specialist. So I work with women, all types of women, from teenage girls just starting their periods right up to postmenopausal women and everything in between. And I use the tools of homeopathy and nutrition and health coaching to help those women create hormonal balance in whatever way that looks like for them. So it might be uh, painful periods, it might be a fertility issue, it might be menopause, or even things like sleep and. Um, uh, blood sugar imbalances like weight gain and such that all comes down to um, to hormone balance, so yeah, really varied work, but really enjoyable
0: wow sounds sounds amazing and it sounds like you 're really helping a lot of people and i I wanted to have you on the podcast because I do believe that how we look after ourselves physically, and of course, you know, mentally and emotionally and everything is so important for building resilience. So I want to start off by just asking you what, when you hear that word resilience, what does that mean to you? Um,
1: yeah, great question. (laughs) So I guess like most people, I immediately go to that idea of being able to bounce back. But to me, it's much deeper than that. It's about having that um those inner resources and being able to draw on those inner resources and um use those to put myself or um out there in the world and to try new things and to try new challenges and to have that inner knowing that whatever the outcome that everything's going to be okay that I'm going to be okay Mm. it's about I guess yeah that inner knowing and self-awareness And I guess ultimately drawing on a lot of the other skills that you talk about as well. Mm. So um, being adaptable and and optimistic, particularly, (laughs) we've had to, you know, really work on that this year. Um, But yeah, for me, it's, it's, it is much deeper. It's like an inner knowing and an inner strength.
0: Mm. Mm. And how much of that do you think is linked with how we look after ourselves physically?
1: Oh, I think it's completely linked it's you know it, it is all linked and <laughs> um, for me because I work holistically I see the mind and body as one it's all connected and um, But, you know, like within health, we have so many tools at our disposal that we can use to uh, influence how we feel on a day-to-day basis, but also how resilient um, that we feel. And the great thing is that we have complete control over these tools and they're all just the basics of health. So things like good nutrition, exercise, how we sleep um all of those things you know mindfulness spending time in nature all of that is going to have a huge impact on um you know how we feel on a day-to-day basis
0: yeah i mean when i hear you talk about those things i'm kind of reminded of sometimes what people say to me during the sessions that i run um they've said things like well surely these things are obvious you know these are things that we we know we should be doing um but equally, I know that, you know, we don't do them um, yeah. and many people don't do them. So what do you think that's about? What, why is it hard for us maybe to do these things?
1: I, mm, I don't think there's one answer. I think mm. that, um, you know, it's very individual. Health is very, very individualized. And um, a lot of it comes down to the way that we live our life nowadays. Life is very, very busy. The modern world we live in is very, very stressed. And we spend a lot of our time in a very stressed state, which is not how the body's designed to mm. do. And when we're in a stress state, you know, it's all the knock-on effects of that. So it may be you don't sleep as well, which means that then you don't make good food choices. And a lot of it comes down to how, what's working on the inside of the body or the, how, how the hormones, for example, interacting, how they're interacting mm. with the neurotransmitters in the brain. So everything that... Um, I always recommend to people is all about reducing those stress levels and I think mm. once we're feeling less stressed then we're capable of make, making better health decisions.
0: Mm. Mm. And what about the kinds of food that we eat? I know yeah. that's just one facet but you yeah. know if you were looking at what kinds of food would be really helping us boost resilience?
1: Yeah so um I always start with, um, with food because nutrition is the number one thing we can do to reduce our stress levels because stress can be internal as well as external. Mm-hmm. And there two things that I look at, and that is gut health and balancing blood sugar levels. So we know there's loads and loads of literature that tells us the connection between the gut and the brain. We know that what we eat has a huge impact on how we feel, and that's because things like serotonin and dopamine are produced in the gut. They're our feel-good neurotransmitters. So in order to feel happy, healthy, and strong, we want to be having good gut health. So that's like uh, lots of healthy vegetables, fresh vegetables, pre- and probiotic foods, lean proteins, and um, healthy fats. Um, so that's one element of it. And the other element is blood sugar balancing. So avoiding all the sugars and the refined carbohydrates. Um, and when we, um, don't have, uh, stable blood sugar levels or good gut health, Mm. we're more inclined to feel anxious. We're more inclined to feel stressed, depressed, have low mood. None of that is a good place to be building, um, resilience from. Mm. So for me, The number one thing to avoid is actually sugar. Um, So both in terms of building physical strength and mental strength. Um, Sugar, and I'm not just talking about the the white powder stuff we put in our tea, it's the sweets, it's the chocolates, it's the hidden sugars in alcohol and processed foods, and it's also um, refined carbohydrates. So the white foods, the white breads, pastas, Mm. uh, pastries, all of those break down as simple sugar in the body. Um, When we have balanced blood sugar levels, um, we have stability of mood and energy, which is a much better place to be building Mm. brilliance or any of the other skills that you talk about. Mm. Um, So... You know, like I don't, I don't like to focus on deprivation and not eating things. So I like to think of it as crowding out. So crowd out the sugar with um, vegetables, lots of fibrous vegetables because mm. they help to balance the blood sugar level. So cabbage, kale, broccoli, cauliflower—all of those really fibrous vegetables. Should fruit in small amounts. So and um, low sugar fruits. So berries so are great um, low sugar fruit, as are apples and pears. Lean proteins, particularly oily fish, and fats. Fats mm-hmm. are really, really important. A lot of people are confused by fats, but good, healthy fats need to be part of our diet. And um, so that's olive oils, olives, nuts and seeds, avocados, things like that. Mm. They help with brain function. They help with hormone production. They help calm down the nervous system. So yeah, really important mm. to include those foods.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, listening to that list of different foods i'm kind of i sort of thinking to myself okay which ones of those do i eat and you know what do i do and um i would say that i do eat quite a lot of healthy foods however i have a very sweet tooth and i like you know i like cakes and baking and chocolate and all that kind of thing and so this is what I think I struggle with, and I'm sure many of our listeners probably do also struggle with this, is that you kind of, you know, if you've had a busy day or you're going through a difficult time, you kind of want to reward yourself. Mm. And that could be with a chocolate or glass of wine or, or something like that. And mm. I just wonder what you would say. I mean, obviously you're not saying we shouldn't have any of those things, mm. but how can we be more... I don't want to use the word disciplined, but I guess just be more aware of, of, you know, when you want to reach out for a pastry or, you know, something like that, that's probably not so good for you. Yeah. (laughs) So I recommend following
1: 80-20 rules. So 80% of the time you're eating well and then 20% of the time Uh you allow for treats. And then that 20% of the time you're eating mindfully and you're really, really enjoying that food because you've actively chosen to eat that food. And the really important thing to do is not to attach any emotion to that. If we start thinking, mm-hmm. eating that pastry or whatever, and feeling guilty, that creates a stress response, and that's not um, good for digestion and helping the body deal with that food that you've um, chosen to eat, and it takes away the joy. And joy is such a huge part of eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is that um, you know there's always healthier alternatives. Um, so eating chocolate that's 85% um, chocolate as opposed to like the, the cheaper milk chocolates that have got mm-hmm. a higher sugar content. Um, but I always think if you're reaching for, um, say the glass of wine at the end of the day, is that wine replacing something else? Like are you using that as a crux? Are you using it to nurture yourself? So take a step back, Breathe. Mm-hmm go into another room wait 15 minutes think what is it that I actually really need and if after the 15 minutes it's like no I, I just want to enjoy a glass of wine that's fine go ahead and yeah. enjoy it. but yeah. if you're using it because actually I'm really stressed out because I I can't cope with my work and mm-hmm. I'm eating and I need to sort my boundaries out or whatever the, the glass of wine's not going to solve that issue <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it, I I see what you mean. You know, it's, it's about sort of really conscious choices, isn't it? And and maybe being a bit more mindful yeah. rather than making that automatic thing. I mean, I've noticed actually in myself um, what you say about you know the glass of wine. When I decide, okay, I'm not I'm not going to have a glass of wine. Actually, I feel so much better anyway. I yeah. sleep better and and I, I do, know, it's just noticing that. And then other times if I've had too much sugar in the evening, so I really get that. If I had too much sugar in the evening, I actually don't sleep well. I feel odd, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not good. Yeah,
1: you, and you almost feel like you've got a sugar hangover the next day. Yeah,
0: weird, weird. Um, let's talk about exercise because we know that um movement and exercise we know that that does really boost resilience and endorphin levels and you know all this kind of thing so what do you think we ought to be doing in terms of (laughs) exercise
1: Yeah. So um, like you say, we know the benefits of it in terms of boosting mood and um, resilience and making us feel good. Um, but it's also got a huge cognitive benefit as well. So um, we know that people that exercise has uh, have better cognition than people that don't exercise. And also research shows us that when we feel physically strong, that translates into mental strength and the same is true of flexibility, flexible body, flexible mind. Mm. Mm. So whilst I really do advocate that you do um, exercise that you love and that you enjoy and that um, that you're going to stick with for the long term, because it's all about sustainability, um, it really is worth doing some strength training to, and some of the more restorative um, yoga and Pilates that are going to improve your strength and your flexibility. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, just things like walking or swimming or um, uh, yoga, you know, they're the sorts of those restorative exercises. Again, they help to reduce um, stress. Um, you know, like the strength training and the cardio and all that, 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 mm. that helps reduce stress by improving mood, but it's putting a stress on the body. Whereas the calming, the restorative exercises are actually quietening down the the nervous system and helping in that regard. So I would recommend having a, a mixture as opposed to just mm-hmm. one type of exercise. Yeah,
0: yeah. And would you say? I mean, speaking for myself, you know, this year in particular, I've noticed that doing things like walking and um, particularly yoga, which I've done far more of this year than I've ever done ever. (laughs) Um, And I've really noticed the benefits of doing those things. Would you say that when we're going through times of uncertainty, um, and when we're trying to kind of literally get stronger to tackle the next new thing, should we be doing more of these things, or, or does that, you know, does that make a difference? Should we be doing more or is it more about just having it as on, on a, you know, a regular a regular practice?
1: I would have a regular practice as opposed to more. And we don't want to be putting any extra stress on the body um, if we're feeling stressed and uncertain. Um, we want to make sure that it's enjoyable and um, that we're going to stick with it for the long term. Um, um, however, you know, something like going for a walk in nature, doing more of that, there would be huge benefits to that because it helps us to um, to feel grounded and to get out of our head and into mm. our body. It helps us to connect to ourselves, to our environment, and it frees up that mental space so that we're able to um, think more creatively and to problem solve better. So, if it is a time of uncertainty, you know, maybe spending more time in nature, walking in nature, might be a good thing.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. and would you say for yourself um this year in particular have you found you know what have you found challenging and where have you had to kind of dig you know to bolster your own resilience levels gosh um
1: yeah i um yeah it's been a it's been a challenging year that's for sure um i have had to really um prioritize my health because there's been a change in the situation at home where my husband is more involved with the shopping and the cooking and such and he doesn't um always see the thing, things the way I see it when it comes to what we should be eating <laughs> um so yeah I've had to prioritize my health in terms of um you know being more um expressing my needs better in terms of food but also um, where I've now my work is completely online mm. I, I don't move very much at all so I've had to make it a priority to get out and go for a walk every single day I'm lucky I live um on the Thames estuary so I you know 10 minutes and I'm down by the water and mm. so you know that's a really nice relief and um, but also um yeah just I've been having to spend more time doing meditation and things like that and just quietening down because i'm online all day talking to people social interactions are online it's anywhere mm. catching up with people so having that break from the screen and really switching off from everything and for me that means um doing things like meditation and, and just trying to be a bit more mindful of, mm. of my time and and that yeah
0: yeah no that certainly resonates with me and i'm sure with a lot of our listeners who perhaps are still working from home and yeah. still doing everything online um which can be quite, quite difficult. Um, I know that, you you know, you talked, you mentioned earlier that you are a homeopath and you Mm -hmm. use homeopathy in your practice. And I think it would be great just to hear a bit more about that because I'm sure most of our listeners will not necessarily know what homeopathy is and how it works. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, sure.
1: So um, homeopathy, for those that don't know, is a holistic form of medicine. It's been around for over 200 years and we draw on the natural world. Um, So we make remedies from um, plants and animals and minerals and even diseases and viruses for that matter. And um, those substances are highly diluted. So um, there's no material dose left in the remedy, which makes them very, very safe. Uh, toxic-free, can't get side effects, you can't get addicted or anything like that. And you can use it um, uh, complementary, so you're alongside uh, normal medicines, or you can use it as an alternative to um, the medicines you might get from your doctor. Um, and the thing with homeopathy is we treat people holistically. So we're looking at the whole big picture of who someone is and what Um, how their disease symptoms present for them Mm. Um, and remedies are prescribed individually so even though we have remedies that we might think are for a cough each person's cough is slightly different and what makes it better and what makes it worse would be different so everyone will get their own individual remedy Um, yeah so in terms of like uh, what the work I do with with women I'm also looking at root root causes because often um, there'll be a trigger that will Cause like the imbalance in the body. And mm. um, so it'll always go back to when did this first start? What was going on in your life? And there's always something there that needs to be cleared first. And, um, you know, like might be an emotional upset or trauma or grief, a conversation that wasn't had and that's been suppressed, mm. lots of resentment, and all of that needs to come out. And um, so, yeah, homeopathy is a wonderful, wonderful tool. And, um, you know, for anything chronic, um, I would recommend working with a practitioner. But you can self-prescribe as well. So for mm. acute conditions, you could have your own um, homeopathic remedy kit at home and you could treat yourself for things like bumps and scratches and uh, aches and pains and coughs and colds, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, really, really, really great tool to have.
0: Thank you. That's uh, it, It's fascinating. And I think you've kind of explained it so clearly and so well. And I... <laughs> I also just love hearing more about how much everything is connected you know we're not just what's going on in our minds you know it's it's, it's so much of it is connected with the physical the emotional the spiritual as well and yeah. I love hearing about treatment of the whole person and holistic treatment I think that's something that probably we don't have enough of really um
1: yeah that and individualized treatment as well yeah
0: there's not enough of that sure Yeah. yeah yeah so if you were to give our listeners some tips so let's think about this a bit more so if we think of where people might be at right now you know in terms of it's been a really difficult year um we've got the promise of 2021 and and new ideas maybe new businesses forming maybe just kind of new things happening what sort of tips would you give to our listeners about how they can really boost and and bolster their resilience during this this time you know just some what are some really easy things that that would help
1: Oh am i limited <laughs>
0: you're not going to do the only three
1: things Oh, <laughs> well, it can
0: be more if you have i mean yeah. just you know yeah it can be more than three mm. that's for sure <laughs> so
1: sleep is the really obvious thing that we can do to help ourselves in every single sense of the word in health and resilience you know, reducing stress levels in that ability to make better food choices, mm. Just, you know, honour your sleep, get better quality sleep, and that would start with spending less time on screens in the evening because that inhibits sleep and inhibits that deep restorative sleep. Um, so, yeah, try and go to bed earlier and, and have better quality sleep. I would say also um, drink more water. Most people are chronically dehydrated. Dehydration shows up as hunger a lot of people don't realize that no. <laughs> um yeah so and I think there's a lot of people think it's about fluid intake but tea coffee sugary drinks alcohol none of that counts towards fluid intake it is purely about water um so drinking plenty of water that helps boost um energy levels it helps boost cognition and brain health and um What's, what else would I say? Probably eat more vegetables because we are going into winter and mm. vegetables will help with your immune system or help with your gut health, your microbiome and just make you feel um, physically stronger as well as being, um, you know, getting all those nutrients and everything. So it'll boost your immune system and, and, and make you feel good at the same time
0: that's great thank you thank you so much and if our listeners want to know a bit more about about your work can you tell us your your website and how they can find you yeah my website is brand new
1: i've just rebranded and done a new website so um i've got to get this right (laughs) it's um chelseagreen.uk and um on my website you can book a free discovery call it's a thirty-minute discovery call so if you'd like to know more know more about homeopathy or the work i do please just go on there and, and book a free discovery call and i'll be more than happy to help you out and um yeah mention that you heard it on this podcast
0: great thank you so much chelsea and thank you so much for coming on the, on the show today and listeners i hope you've got some good ideas inspiration encouragement for building resilience and it's lovely to have you with us today and uh, see you next time and bye for now
1: thank you for listening to the seven skills for the future podcast
0: there are all sorts of
1: things you can do to boost each of the seven skills if you want more ideas, you can buy the book, Seven Skills for the Future. You can also go online to our website, Unimenta, and join as a member, and you'll be able to access more resources, ideas, and free downloads. If you have a question you want to ask on these podcasts, get in touch through Instagram at Seven Skills for the Future, or on Twitter and Facebook at Unimenta. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts,
0: or your podcast player of choice.